I have to yeah, say, I started good. out taking notes about things that I was like, this is insane. What is going on here? Like the parents about- leaving a one month old kid alone for a weekend in the beginning. And they were right, like, we'll right. be back on Sunday. And the kid's like a month old. Deuces. Yeah. See ya. Peace ah. out. Hey, peeps, this is the Scary Movie Project, the podcast where we talk about scary movies, share our perspectives as filmmakers, and steal babies with our spoilery spoilers. I'm Tara. I'm Matt. Steal babies. That was a, a young horrible cup. joke, but whatever. <laughs> well, you know. So I don't know if you knew this, but I thought I might let you know that a young couple with a newborn baby don't realize that the nanny they hired is a magical nymph. Ooh. That's right. A nymph. Let me say that one more time. A magical nymph who sacrifices infants to an evil tree. If you think that description is a bit silly, it's probably because it is. This is a silly movie. Uh, 1990 (laughs) film, The Guardian. Um, I want to just full disclosure. I take full responsibility for us watching this. Yes, you do. Um, I know you've (laughs) held it over my head for quite some time. So I saw part of this movie when I was a kid, right? And it was on TV, and I was like 10, 11, 12, whatever years old. I didn't know. I thought it was scary. I saw the picture, like the movie poster, like the figure in the darkness, and I never saw it again. And then I remember it one day, like, I want to watch that movie, The Guardian. Then I found out William Friedkin, who directed The Exorcist, made this movie. So I thought, okay, it has to be okay, right? Then I found out it was really not good, and it was supposed to be really terrible, and I made us watch it. And it was not good. Okay, so get this. Not good. This was William Friedkin's first horror movie in 17 years. His first one since The Exorcist. Which he claims isn't a horror movie, but that's an, that's for another kind. I think that's he was out time. of practice. He, I don't know what happened. Um, th- this, this is to me one of these situations where, oh yeah, there's like moments I like in this movie. I'm not going to sit here and say it's like, the mo- it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It's not good. I- there, there were yeah. moments that I liked. No, there, there were moments there are, that I liked. I don't know if there were like moments the that I liked, but there were visual things that I thought were cool. Yeah, there was stuff that was kind of cool. Yeah. Right. It wasn't I, – I have definitely seen worse things. Okay, here we go. It's not a situation like The Room, okay? The Room is like regarded as like the worst movie ever made, but it's so bad it's awesome, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, this, this is, is not, not so bad it's awesome. Not, right. No, it's not. It's not. So it's, it's so bad it's, it's bad. It's director – I'm wondering what happened because Friedkin is a good director. You know, okay, so this is the other thing. This sounds like – did he just get like a – it was just a perfect storm of like a terrible crew, a terrible cast. Like, yeah, what happened? It was supposed to be directed by Sam Raimi. Oh, really? Yeah, but he left the project to direct Darkman. And so they brought in William Friedkin and there were a bunch of rewrites and the co-writer like had a breakdown. And so Friedkin took over the writing – of it, so, so that's it right there. So it was it, it was a disaster from day one. Okay, yeah, it go. sounds exactly. like it was just never anything but a mess. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want, I want to think he did he distance himself from this. By the way, oh, I, I really oh, don't oh, I love this. So okay, so two things. So first, first, there's a cable TV version of the film that is not credited to William Friedkin. It's credited to Alan Smithy, which is the name oh, that directors boy, yeah. use when they don't want to be associated with shit. Yeah, when they're like, there's definitely some nope. Alan Smithies out there. Okay, so well, that answers the question of if but, he was wait, but to be there's known more. All right, there's more. Oh wait, there's more. But there's wait, so much there's more. more. This is one of only two films that Friedkin made that he wrote nothing about in his memoir. 
nothing. Okay. He just he didn't to, even want, mention all right. them. All right. I don't know what the Fair other enough. one is, but now I'm curious. All right. Well, I mean, okay. That answers everything I needed to know, basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, look. Okay. Idea. Interest. Okay. Okay. Did you ever see The Hand That Rocks the Cradle? Yes. And there's... Oh, and I have trivia about that, too. All right. <laughs> That's a, that, I think... I don't want to say great, but I really like that movie. That was a creepy um, ass movie. Yeah. Rebecca DeMornay is like awesome in it. I like that movie. This kind of feels like a ripoff in a way, right? I think, I think Hand That Rocks the Cradle was later mm-hmm. in the early 90s. So, they, they, this was, this was first. So it couldn't be a ripoff, I guess. But, um, you know, it wants to be cool. I like, I want to like the idea, but it's also silly. Like, the worshiping trees stuff that's not real like no, what well, are they okay about? so okay so jenny seagrove who stars in it right she wanted them to make she she said this is a quote she said to the guardian in 2007 it was about this druid nanny who became a tree and i begged universal to make it about a real nanny who kidnaps babies right. no no we go. can't do that they said the 30 somethings in america won't come and see the film oh no i right, said <laughs> i think you're completely wrong this film is total fantasy and it's just awful Two years later, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle was released. So I rang up my friend at Universal and he said, don't. Don't even there talk you about it. You were right. Wow. So wow. she she right. wanted them to make it more realistic and and make Hand That Rocks the Cradle, basically. And they were like, no, it won't yes. sell. It won't it won't do well okay. in the box office. So did you, did you say Hand That Rocks the Cradle was 92 then? Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? Okay. So that happened at, long after production on this had wrapped. So whatever. Mm-hmm. But- yeah, that movie. That movie's good. That movie's really good. This is not. This so is good, not. But... Starting with. So starting with. So they have the little thing about like the druids, right? The little like yeah. uh, text in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Which yep, yep. first of all, I'm like, oh, okay, so we're gonna blame it on the druids. Thanks, guys. Good job. <laughs> blame second, it on the druids. Second, if you're talking about druids, why is the score playing like Hungarian sounding music? <laughs> this has nothing to I do mean, with each other. I was like, "What is going on here?" The, a lot of the, the dissonance. I, what is, it, it makes no sense. I have to yeah, say, I started good. out taking notes about things that I was like, "This is insane. What is going on here?" Like the parents leaving a one-month-old kid alone for a weekend in the beginning. And they were right, like, "We'll right. be back on Sunday," and the kid's like a month old. Deuces. Yeah. See ya. Peace uh, out. I, I- I can't speak for every parent, but I mean, and I don't I'm know. like, yeah, that's... what is this? But I stopped. I gave up after all. I was like, I can't even write every stupid thing in this movie because I would just be uh, writing the whole thing. It's too bad. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, I wish it had been more entertaining. I, I was hoping because, like I said, I hadn't seen it in so long. I was hoping for this really exciting film mm-hmm. that maybe it was a cult classic. Maybe. People didn't give it a chance. Like, no, it just, it just, it's no, just not good. It just wasn't good. I mean, there's some parts that I like. You know, there's, uh, I like the wolves. I like when the guy the comes home. The wolves are cool. The one dude that comes back to his house. Oh, and his house um, is after, awesome. Yeah, after chasing her through the With woods, the, and he comes all back the and he's glass all glass walls and the wolves he, after him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's he's like cool. all bloody, and that's a good scene because like he's all bloody and like it doesn't look cheesy. Like he looks like he got busted up for real. And the phone but, is all gross and bloody, and then he goes in the basement, and yeah. But he, gets he as a character, like, doesn't really. I don't know. He doesn't make sense for a horror movie. Like, he's just this nice guy who kind of likes her, mm-hmm, right? And like, she—he's not the guy who gets seduced because she doesn't really seduce anybody. He's no, not no, the no. guy who's like kind of a jerk and goes after her and like and like 
presses his attentions on her so he gets he gets his comeuppance he's not that <laughs> guy he's just some like random kind of nice dude who who likes her yeah. and then and he gets he gets, he killed. gets killed and like but it like there's no driving anything to it it's just like oh he's a nice guy and no. he kind of thinks she's cute and then he gets killed yeah that's kind of the end of that and then he leaves the message on the guy's machine yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> One of the more random moments is the like the random guys at the park that show up. Uh, what is with those guys? I don't really know. What they're that just was criminals about. For, and... again, again. They're just criminals for no reason. Like, why are they there? I don't know what that's about either. I know <laughs> they. I try to... They even say <laughs> they're they... like, dude. Have you ever been here? No, I've never been here. It's like, well, then why are you here now? What are you doing right. in the middle of the woods for no reason? And these. This chase scene that goes on for way too long. Oh my god! Constant, like, come on, dude, just get to the point. And then the special effects, like, okay, (laughs) the guy's head gets (laughs) chopped off by the the tree, but it's already off when the tree gets there. Yes. (laughs) Did you see this? Yes. Like, okay, I don't get it. That's like an editing error. Like, okay, you you already editing error in my favor. So, so you have okay, that was shot separate, right? Oh, I mean, everything's always shot separate, whatever. I didn't say that right. But clearly, you have the scene where his head... Like, why would you insert that point after... Unless, did you did you lose the footage? Did, was the camera... Again, but this production was But all they needed to obviously... do was start that shot, like, a, a few frames so, later. Here's here's the question I have. Clearly, we had a lot of problems on this production. Did you have a cam op who... Hit, forgot to hit record ahead of time and you only have a certain amount of footage maybe that's what i i have no right? idea i it doesn't that's, make I mean, sense like it's a it's a i mean look when you have a production plagued like this with issues that's very possible that's true because that 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 made me laugh i was like yo i mean really that you really that put you put that in your final cut uh, of your movie yeah like, i i just so much of this movie i'm like i don't oh well apparently okay here's another bit of trivia apparently the initial tree didn't work. The mechanics didn't work. <laughs> so they had to construct a new tree that had that held 500 gallons of fake blood and had detachable bark. I like that. So that's kind of cool. But maybe <laughs> you know that's the problem. Maybe the tree malfunctioned and they couldn't redo it right then. Hey, the shark and jaws didn't ever work and that managed to be a blockbuster. So I don't want to hear this that. This is true. Good point. You know what that reminded me I of? I will say though, speaking tree? of the tree. Oh, I was to say. No, go ahead. Speaking of the tree, I do like when she's like healing herself and she like melds into it. I thought that looked really cool. Yes. And she like grows the the bark on herself. Like I thought that looked cool. There were some things (laughs) in this movie that were like, oh, it looks neat. But the whole movie itself, it's it's barely a movie. It doesn't make sense. It's like a collection of images and and lines. Yeah. (laughs) Which doesn't contrary to popular belief make a movie (laughs) no no you would think that it might but it doesn't doesn't. that does that does not a movie make no it does not um i the tree reminds me of the tree in the sleepy hollow okay 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 you know when they cut it up and it bleeds and there's you know the horseman comes out of it and all the dead bodies are in it that's kind of what it reminded me of in a way yeah i can Um, see that and i I, that's cooler though the chainsaw. Yes, oh, oh, the chainsaw. Okay, let's talk about the chainsaw. All right, let's do the that. chainsaw that you only hear when you're seeing it in a close up. 
And when it's out of the shot, but literally just out of the shot, the sound of it doesn't exist. <laughs> hey, it's not in the frame. It doesn't what exist. What is on, that? Man. It literally you know? would go and then just stop when they cut away Gone. from it and then go when they come back to it. It's like, is it is it only running intermittently? What is happening That's here? That's right. This is not. You guys, I, not I had to drink to talk about this film. Okay, I'm I'm drinking myself a little, a little dark and stormy here because I needed some alcohol to talk about this movie. That's how bad it is. It was I mean, don't get not. me wrong. I drink sometimes when we record, anyways. But this time, I needed it. You needed it. It was not definitely not Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, certainly not. No, but I mean, I any, any movie that, any movie that has a chainsaw, I'm a fan of. Um, but yes, it's not great. Uh, uh yeah, so, I mean, like I said, there's a couple, go ahead. No, no, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Cause I'm, I was going to go on something different. I was really just going to say, you know, trying to find redeeming quality. There's a couple like, yeah, cool scenes in it. Things. Oh, I, I like at the end when, if that's, is that what you were talking about when she's all busted up and she's climbing up the stairs after the yeah, baby? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then like, she yeah, like the lays her, down yeah, in the tree yeah. and it like, she melds into it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that cool. Was cool. Looking. Yeah. When, when, when the husband's cutting the tree up with a chainsaw and he's basically killing her and she's getting like all those scars. Yeah. On her yeah. Arm yeah. And, and her leg, like and then that. her leg just falls off. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that was like, and there are some laughable though. <laughs> right. There are some cool shots sometimes. I mean, it, it is not a total, total mess. Well, maybe it is, but there's just, yeah, some parts to like about it. Um, what was I going to say about it? And there's really no one you know in it. There's nobody. Um, Not really. Oh, Miguel Ferrer, he's in it. Oh, right? he's, he's um, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in, he's in a ton of stuff. Yeah. But other than that. And also. But he wasn't a baby? very big. Does, oh, my God. That baby. Okay. That Does the baby wear clothes? That baby has a little Gilbert Godfrey face. I was just curious as to why they don't put clothes on that damn. Baby. I don't know. I just, I just know it looks like a little baby Gilbert around? Godfrey. That's didn't he just die recently too? I believe yeah, he, he did sadly, pretty, but this baby has love, his oh face. Oh my God. Gilbert Godfrey and problem child. Wow. Oh, problem child is such a great movie. Oh. Um, yeah. The baby, like put some clothes on that baby. Does it just wear a diaper constantly? Like put the clothes on the damn baby. I don't understand. Okay. Well, speaking <laughs> of the baby, when they had the scene of the baby being delivered, that was real footage of a live birth. No kidding. Yep. Hey, there you go. Okay, that's something interesting. That was that was All an right. actual live birth right there. Okay. Wonder how long it took. Okay. To shoot this okay. Movie. Now what? to go. Okay. And I wonder if it was. I wonder if it was a mess on set, like while they were. Oh, it has to have been. If the lead was like, "We should change this thing. The whole script sucks," then it was probably like, a mess on think, set. <laughs> You never know, man. Sometimes people think they're making like some something amazing, and then you watch and you're like, "Nope, sorry, dude." Okay, so I want to go. Oh, I want to back up from babies a little bit mm -hmm. and talk about the weird ass sex scene. Oh, when he finds that she's got the mark on her. When he well, when he he thinks his wife is is coming on to him in the middle of the night, and then it turns out to be mm -hmm. her. But it's not sexy, and it's not filmed in a way that like Not makes really. any sense for what's happening <laughs> like, yeah it's a little bit weird like it physically doesn't quite make sense and then it's not sexy and she's not seductive again like no 
They tried. Why? Why did they even put the sex scene in there if she wasn't going to be like seductive and and he wasn't going to be like kind of charmed by her? You know, it just it makes they, no they sense. May have, they may have had every intention. And it just obviously blew up in there. It just didn't work. I don't. Maybe know maybe you. it just didn't come through. I don't know, but yeah, maybe they tried and it just wasn't going to happen. Of course, I think that could also be part of the issue where they had all these like in for like half the movie right nothing actually truly scary happens but they film things like it's scary yes it's dark and it's windy or something yeah like so they film things like there's about to be a jump scare but there isn't nothing happens (laughs) like right nothing happens it's a very weird movie yes it's such an odd movie (laughs) I don't think I. So where do where do they live? L.A. Is that right? Uh, yes, yeah, so, somewhere, somewhere in. I think so. Somewhere in California. Southern California. Interesting house they live in. I thought that was you know, because yeah, they came from what Chicago they said or something. Yeah, they they, they had just moved there, like right. a few months before. I guess that's right. the other thing. Like the beginning when they were like setting things up. Like they moved there before she has the baby, and then she has the baby. And then they get the nanny. But, like, the way they, like, cut those scenes as that's happening didn't give you an impression of time passing. No, it didn't. That's a good point. So they like were sitting there by the fireplace passing. one night, and then they have a baby. Yeah, like, like a second time later, is right. passing, and you know it because now <laughs> there's a baby and she's not pregnant anymore. But, like, the scenes, do, the, the cuts and the editing don't support that. Right, right. Like, it, it's it, it's a passage of time that happens literally in a heartbeat. And, it, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Know, it's not enough. It's not done yeah. right. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we can't be really surprised by that because we kind of knew. That was yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So I mean, um, then there was the little kid William... in the beginning who tells who like reads the story to his little sister. I kind of like that part. I liked that part. I just am. <sighs> I'm not the sure. The pop-up book, or whatever. Yeah, the pop-up book got, was right. cool. Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel, he's reading, right? Yes, it's it? a Hansel and Gretel, like, pop-up book. Yeah. yeah. I'm just not sure why they chose a kid who had, like, like kind of a lisp. Like, he didn't speak very well. And he said so much. <laughs> but he yeah, didn't speak know. very well. Again, maybe not, maybe not the kid they wanted originally. Who knows? Um, well, it know. wasn't. The kid they wanted originally got the flu and he was eight years old and he apparently begged Friedkin to to just shoot his scenes near the end of production so he could get better. But but they couldn't like afford to change the whole schedule. So they hired someone else. And then the kid, the kid, Uh, the kid's name is Paul Rawson, Rawson, who was going to play it. He said, no, he was actually really grateful that he had the flu when he did and and couldn't do it. (laughs) I was going to say, he missed out on his chance of stardom. Or not. Or so, not. You know. or, or not. Because, yeah, again. Because like, Ebert, Roger Ebert, named it one of his most hated films of all time. So. Oh, my goodness. Of all time. Wow. Of all time. Ooh, hey, can I pick them or what? You Oh, you can pick them. <laughs> never again will you pick them. Uh, no, just you kidding. What? You get to never pick again them still. Will you pick them? <laughs> you um, still get to pick. You know what? You know what? Sometimes you have a swing and a miss. And Every once in a while, a this was swing and a miss. This was not the best you know, one we've watched. You know what though? I I like that. I I think from time to time we need to watch something that we just that sucks. Agree and it seems like 
the world agrees is just some doo-doo basically you know it i mean it sucks yeah we can't love everything we've got you know we've got to we've got to see what else is so out now there, so. you know that this was based on a book too right that i didn't so know it was based I mean, on a book called the nanny book, right? by uh by dan greenberg and it was published in 87 so so is there some saving grace? Could I read the book maybe and at least have something? I don't know. To get from I'm this? really curious if the book would be better <laughs> I know, or right? if it would just be like a god awful hot ass mess. I I get the feeling the book's probably halfway decent. I bet. Yeah, maybe. I'm not willing to I'm, to give it that much of my say, time I'm, though. I'm probably not going to ever read it, but I mean, now now I'm intrigued, of course though. Now I'm kind of curious. You read it. And tell me what will... you think. Oh, I will not I read it. <laughs> I might. I might find the time. You know what? If everything that I want to read, that is like at the very bottom of my list. At that, at this yeah, point. I have way too many things in my list to to do the that. Chances of reading that are probably slim. Um, but I mean, every movie is based on a book, so I'm not surprised by that. I mean, not um, every movie. I mean, the majority of a them. lot are. A lot. All right. A lot of them are. Think about movies you really like, great movies you really like. We talked about just a second ago, Jaws, based on a book. Oh, God, um, wait. I just saw another trivia you know? that's really funny. <laughs> okay. Okay, so when it was released, a bunch of critics were pointing out that this might be the first horror film ever in which a chainsaw is actually used against a tree. Wow. <laughs> okay. Because they're used against everything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, um <clears throat> oh yeah and then i love the branches from the tree that try to grab onto people and wrap them up and it's just not scary it's, it's really just not. not a scary movie guys it's just not no, it's i not. i'm not sure what else to say except that it's, it's just, just not scary. not scary um you know what here's a movie that could use a remake how about remaking it and making it scary oh i okay. challenge someone out there listening to this to remake the guardians do it. Do do a whole page one rewrite. I'm yeah, man. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. So rewrite okay. So joint. what would you do? You you uh, obviously you want to make it scarier. I would make her much more seductive. Oh, I would hell make yeah. the men actually like kind of fall for her, whether they actually like. I'd make whether they know actually what? are like the husband like... wants to have sex with her or not, but like I would have them like fall under her thrall and be like really think she's wonderful until you know the she end. Needs to be like. Hmm. She needs to be like the, she needs to be like the TX Terminator from Terminator Three. Okay. She needs to be like her. Yeah. Did you ever see Terminator Three? Oh, so long ago. It needs to be. She needs to be scary and like robotic and like just like a killing machine almost. I think. See, I think she needs to be the opposite. I think she needs think to so? be super alluring. Who would play her? Ooh, who would play her? Ooh, that's I hard. I really have no idea. That's really I hard. I don't know who would play her. I don't either. It might have to be someone you never heard of, quite frankly. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you're right. I feel like it would need to, to be a newcomer, like a gorgeous newcomer. Yep. That everybody yep. would just who like fall in love with immediately. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. You could read. I don't know exactly how to redo it, but you know that's one of the, you know what. You know, give it a try. Give it another I shot. Think see like, if it will work. I don't know. I think like she would have to do scarier things to the babies. Like it would have to be a little more hardcore than just like yeah, she holds it much, up and the yeah. tree and then it's in the tree. Right. I right, feel like that it. would have to be a little yeah. scarier. Because that's what happens, guys. Like stuff. in the beginning, the baby she takes, like she just like she's like does a little like 
I don't know, sing-songy ritual thing. And then she like holds yeah. it up and it like is disappears from her hand. And then it's like some, in the tree. There's some blue lights, I think, going on yeah. and some other stuff. And then that's about, yeah, it's kind of the end of it. So I think yeah, I maybe, I think maybe um, you would need to make the, the, the criminals who are after her, who chase her around in the forest, you'd have to make them seem a the lot story. more dangerous. Mm-hmm. They need to, they would need to seem like really so that when she, did something magical to stop them you would be like oh she is magical but she's protecting yes. herself um a, a, a magical nymph right um, she is she I, is a magical nymph but she's not an evil magical yeah. nymph she's just and that's the other thing okay okay so right. they nasty now we're, we're getting okay now. so they they open <laughs> they open yeah. with the the other couple that she steals the baby and mm-hmm, granted right. like they don't really show her face so you don't know it's her but still, because of that scene, it's so flipping obvious when they hire her as the nanny that she's the baby stealer. Right. Like, of course. there's the no stealer. question. If right, they right, didn't right. start with that scene and they started with them having the baby and needing a nanny and, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you thought she was really sweet. And then, you know, like the thing where they picked the one girl but then she got in a horrible accident and died. Yes. So they got her instead. Uh, quote unquote like, horrible. Yeah. Accident, like yes. that wasn't, that wasn't bad. Like I could see because at first we thought, Oh, they're going to pick, of course they're going to pick the girl with the thing. And then they didn't. And we were like, mm-hmm. Oh, they didn't. Oh, mm-hmm. but she, de- oh, she killed her. Okay. All right. That exactly. makes sense. Right. Like, right. So I think if you started with the search for the nanny and got rid of that standard horror it happened to somebody else once opening, it would be much scarier mm-hmm. because you wouldn't know. Okay. You wouldn't know if she was bad or not. See, this is what I'm talking about. We already have an idea here. We're ready to do this. I'm not going to so do it though, gotta, but this is what I think somebody oh, should do. Okay. All right. But someone else should do it. Yes. Okay. Someone should I rewrite this script. Like I said, if you're listening out there, we've given you the challenge. Rewrite Take and our advice. and remake. Re- invite me to the set. I'll come hang out. Definitely. Um, you know, give us a little we'll, like we'll, byline, special thanks to the scary movie yeah. project for the idea. Yes. Yeah. Remake the. This could you could make this to be a scary movie. Who I knows? think you could. So, I, I think know. you could, if you knew how to really write the script well and you knew how to make a movie. <laughs> you would need those two things. That's the problem. The guy that made it has made some really good. Freakin movies. should be able to make a movie. He should know how to uh, do it. I know, I know, I know, I know. It just, everything went wrong. Everything went wrong. Everything went wrong. And I think maybe he was out of practice. It's very possible. You know, Um, but yeah. yeah. It just didn't work out. But it did not. Sometimes you have stuff like this and it makes for great fodder. And it's funny for us to talk about (laughs) explaining how bad it is. And it, um, and yeah, you know, it is what it is, man. We move on. It's so bad. Oh, um, did you also catch that they referenced? Bad choice. They referenced Roseanne Barr, Family Ties, and the Golden Girls. I think I remember the Roseanne. I don't remember the other two though. When did that? I, happen? Now I I, I, I can't remember exactly how it was, but they referenced all three. I think it was all in in one well, where they were like, oh, it's like Roseanne Barr, whatever the Golden I Girls, that. Okay. Family Ties, the Golden was Girls. Perf- I mean. All three of those shows were like huge. At, oh, like, it's at, at so that dated. Too. It's so dated. Hey, hey, I will say, I will say this. Roseanne 
is one of my favorite television programs of all. Roseanne time. was a good show. Um, oh, I, love it, love it, love I it. I personally loved Family Ties growing up and Golden Girls. Family I Ties loved a good both. Show. So they're good shows that they reference. Of... They're just really dated. I didn't see a lot of Golden Girls. I remember they had a really cool house that I wanted to live in on that show, but I don't. That's all I remember. I just really remember the kitchen. Everything happened in the well. Everything happens in the kitchen every time. Yeah, show, right? I mostly remember Roseanne, the kitchen. Roseanne, everything was always. Oh in, yeah, in, the kitchen is always. I mean, the, sometimes the they were in everything. the living room where the stairs went up. Yes, like. But mostly it was kitchen. Yeah, yeah, that's where all the shows happen. Yeah, Family Ties. That was a good one. Sitcoms take place in kitchens, guys. That's. Yeah. Same with that yeah. '70s show. They were either in their basement Alex hangout. Alex P. Keaton. Oh, that '70s show. They was were amazing. either in their basement hangout, or they were if they were with the parents, they were almost always in the kitchen. And that was a show that always had Point Place, Wisconsin, like 8.22 p.m. It always said what time it was. And they were always stoned. They were so good about showing the, the circle going around. And you obviously yes, they were the stoned at them. But, they never, of all their but they never actually showed you doing it. That was a great oh, show. Guys, God, this shows how show. much we hate this movie because we're not even talking about it anymore. We are talking about, about television programs. Okay, <laughs> wow. Anyway, our point to a, and I said Michael Pete. Wow, Michael Keaton. I'm an Alex Pete. Alex Keaton. Let me try that yeah, again Alex with Family Ties. Holy cow. Michael Keaton is another actor. That was not what I meant. <laughs> I didn't even and catch Alex that when Keaton, you said that. Alex yeah. P. Keaton. Yep. Alex P. Keaton, he loved um uh, Ronald Reagan, didn't he? He loved yeah, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, he was, was a little he was a little um uh, young Republican. And but his parents were like these like super hippies when they were anyway, yes, yes. we've gone way, yes. way off. This is terrible. Yes. But that was the reference in the movie. So we're talking about apparently anyway. the show Family Ties was supposed to be more of a like driving vehicle for the parents. But Alex mm. and then the other kids, too, but especially Alex B. Keaton were like yeah. so awesome that it became more they about were. them because they he was just the That's breakout star. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great show. Yeah. That was a really good show. And I'm and it, and it was see it was referenced in a bad movie. And it was so. and a bad movie used that show to hurt us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll say this much. Usually I like to say my suggestions and stuff are usually pretty good. Um unfortunately this time it just my suggestion did not work out. It it didn't. So. It, I'm going to say it. This is hard for me to say, but I'm going to say it. Yeah. This is orders of magnitude worse than children of the corn <laughs> oh absolutely oh my like, god children of the corn i, I like children children of the corn, of the corn right. annoys me because it's a movie yeah. that's not as scary as it could be and should be oh, and it's kind of no, dumb but it's a movie this i yes. don't even know if you can call this a movie i like children of the corn i know we differ on that um yeah this one i, I do this not is like. this is a. Uh, it's not even a monstrosity because monstrosity is interesting. But I, it's it's but a I bland wanna... little collection of moving pictures and audio. I feel like I feel like every once in a while we're due for because let me tell you I've watched some pretty terrible stuff, oh. um, and I'd be more than yeah. happy to suggest some more crappy stuff. Um, I think we need it. I think we need to talk we should, about bad. We should bad do bad like stuff. a couple times a year, the just like purposely do Dr. a bad Bones. movie. <laughs> the horrible Doctor Bones. Do we have to do that one now? Go and. Go and look that up. That might be the worst movie I've All ever right, seen. All right, give me some time to get over this yeah, to one. Get over this. You got to move past this first, don't yeah, you? I gotta, yeah, I got to get past this one first. I need to talk yeah. to my therapist about it. Let's 
get an outlet, get rid of some of the stuff. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. The horrible doctor wash bones. it out with some good stuff. And on that note, Look it up. <laughs> we're not going to wash it off with some good stuff for a while because we're going on break. Yeah. Going on break, baby. We're going on break for me to make my short film, guys. Um, Ooh, we're excited about it. So I'm very excited. But that means that for the next two months, we will not be uh, recording. We will be back in October for our spooky, spooky month. The greatest month of the year. Best month of the year. And we will be back for it for you all. We will be back for the Halloween month. Um, But until then, please, please. We hate to see you. you We just did. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. We just did this horrible movie. We did it for you. So please, please subscribe to the podcast. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. uh youtube music wherever the heck you're listening spotify so that more people can find us and don't forget send us your movie suggestions movies hopefully not too much like this one and your thoughts on the movies we've watched so far at the scary movie project at gmail.com and you can follow us on facebook and instagram at the scary movie project peace out Break time, people. We hate to see you go, but we love to watch you leave, as they say. Right? So, oh, yeah. Until next time. <laughs> the Scary Movie Project podcast is produced by Tara Garwood and Matt Lulich. Learn more at thescarymovieproject.com. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.